0: I'm Alan on 91.3 WUKY News, where it is time for another edition of our award-winning history series, Saving Stories, with Dr. Doug Boyd from the Louis B. Nunn Center for Oral History in the U.K. Libraries. It's a segment where we feature interviews from the collection. Good day to you, Doug. It's good to be here. And you are back from an important mission.
1: This week, five of us from U.K. Libraries traveled down to Whitesburg to help out with the recovery of the Apple Shop Archive, which was seriously damaged in the recent flood. Thousands of pages of paper records, reels of film, audio and videotape were all submerged underwater. We joined around 50 volunteers that day. You know, preserving media like this, much of that needs to be refrigerated as quickly as possible. So I was part of the human chain to move the materials from the vault to the refrigerated trucks.
0: And these were irreplaceable materials. Absolutely. So what is the connection between the Nunn Center and Apple Shop? From
1: 2015 to 2018, the Nunn Center partnered with historian Jeff Keith on the Exploring the Legacies of Apple Shop oral history project to document the historical impact of this amazing institution, sort of documenting the documenters. If you do not know about Apple Shop, Apple Shop has been making media and art since its founding in 1969. It's been a hive of creativity and community engagement. They are probably best known for filmmaking. For a time, the person behind me in the human chain was Bill Richardson, who came to Whitesburg in 1969 to direct community film workshops that were part of the war on poverty. This really was the seed that eventually became Apple Shop.
2: By then, I was had developed this whole thesis of how you could use media as a a development tool. And and I knew that Appalachia was already cabled. I thought that was a great idea. That we could actually actually do, you know, get to communities that are already bonded by cable television, and uh, and other uh, lots of ideas came up. But they finally interviewed me and asked me if I would like to do this, and they had an AFI uh, interviewer. It was in New York City, and then a, a OEO guy, and then community film workshop person. And it was a little weird, and the AFI guy just could not get over that I'm not a filmmaker. You know, you don't want to hire no filmmaker. You're going to hire an architect. But I had made a film, and I had this other experience that I talked a lot about, that my ideas of what media could do.
1: Over the next few years, numerous filmmakers came through Apple Shop. Over 100 award-winning and innovative documentaries were made. Standing in the recovery line, I passed many muddy bins containing flood-soaked film reels from very famous projects. One that stood out to me was the film reels from the documentary Buffalo Creek Flood, which was directed by Mimi Pickering. In this clip, Pickering is talking about Apple Shop finding its footing in the 1970s.
3: Obviously, there was a lot of changes, you know, in those 10 years from from something that started as one thing and it's just really evolving in lots of ways. And definitely by the end of the 70s, we were in the midst of... of uh, Designing this building, you know, I think we'd raise the money for it. Start and maybe purchase the. We may have purchased the property in the 70s or um, early 80s. So you know, it was a very um, probably more dramatic decade for Apple Shop than any of than any of them have been, and um, you know, became much more permanent. I would say permanent for the moment. <laughs>
1: Since those early days, Apple Shop launched a record label with June Apple Records, the, the WMMT radio station, Roadside Theater, as well as the Appalachian Media Institute, which is amazing. It teaches young people documentary production. This final clip is Amelia Kirby, whose parents were involved in Apple Shop's early years, talking about what Apple Shop means to her.
4: The steady drumbeat of dialogue and thinking about Appalachia as a place, as a concept, as a identity. You know, Apple Shop has been the almost the sort of ground on which that dialogue has been built my whole life. Seeing Apple Shop more and more from the perspective of someone who is who is not involved in it, it's really lovely to when you encounter out in the world people who are like, Oh, that changed how I understood that question you know, whether it's mountaintop removal or a prison or a fiddle, you know, like you know, that the, that, that that apple shop does have incredibly long reach in that in that regard.
0: These interviews are a great peek behind the Apple Shop curtain and they're all online.
1: They are online at kentuckyoralhistory.org. I will say that Apple Shop has an incredible web page containing resources for Appalachian flood support. Go to appleshop.org to find out more.
0: Doug Boyd from the Louis Binan Center for Oral History in the UK Libraries has been our guest again on Saving Stories. Have a good one.
1: Thanks for having me.